0: So they were in the car and he said something like the parents like and you're gonna say thank you to your mom for a lovely day and now he says that even though he was so young he hated that
1: <laughs> I think it is something about when like a, a person in authority or especially a parent says to you um uh, when when they when they're like a stranger is present and they get you to sort of perform and they're like and, and our mum will say um tell them tell them about that thing that you did mm. and it's like even though you would have probably said that story when somebody tells you that you have to do it mm. it's very infuriating yeah
0: it's such a mummy thing to do oh my god the long Rachel looks so good on
1: you it is a long Rachel but I it's think... it's a very I... very long Rachel no, no no but I feel like my hair is so short you're mental um, so short it's longer than mine has ever been but. No, no, no. And it's so much thicker. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to complain. Um, watching um, Love Island,
0: which is, you know, going to be a big talking point for today's episode. Yeah. Don't worry about that, people. Um, their hair is so
1: long. Do you mm. think their hair is real? Uh, no, them? no, 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 no. It's got to be extensions, especially on the first blonde one. Mm. I was thinking with her hair liberty. all the way down to their liberty, um, who... I like, I like liberty. <laughs> <laughs> we like. I do. But we wonder, is she okay? Because she <laughs> has seemingly the reading and writing capacity of... Uh... <laughs> 10 year old <laughs> I not just that we've I seen her say, not that we've seen her reading or writing but the way that she talks indicates that this is not a girl who reads a lot <laughs> well maybe she's we should send my book it's an easy read <laughs> um I just find it so fascinating that they go on about in the intro how many people how many thousands of people like auditioned for the show and then you meet these people and sure they're all very attractive they're all very love island looking <laughs> um <laughs> Just Horatio doing a lovely low angle flattering shot there. Can't wait to see that later. Um, (laughs) And yet all of their chat is so completely mediocre and dull. Mm -hmm. It's so unbelievably boring. It's not even cringe or funny or crazy. It's like the the conversations that they have are so dull. And I'm still intoxicated Mm. by it. And I still want to watch. And I can't wait to see who fancies who. But it is... They are all dumb. They are all dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> well, what I just find so funny is how much
0: they they talk about how teeth are important. Mm, my God, good like teeth. every other sentence, like, oh, I like a man with good teeth. Yeah. So I've never thought, I mean, obviously you do notice if someone has bad, bad teeth, teeth. But bad it's not teeth. like I, in my life as a child, I was like, when I grow up, I want to find a man who has good teeth. Mm-hmm. It was not a priority. No. Whereas for them, it is such a priority. I, and they all have obvious veneers. Mm-hmm. It's just like, they must have spent so much money getting here. Mm -hmm. Like to have even one veneer is a lot of money.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let alone all the veneers.
1: (laughs) It is still great though. I was very excited about watching it again, and I've seen a lot of the hype and stuff online. It's like everybody using the same meme: the feminism leaving your body when Love Island starts. Because it <laughs> is true. Like you, despite how primitive it is, it is still so entertaining. Mm. Um, and I've never watched the series from the start, so I'm really going to try mm. and keep keep a log of it now. And this is my this is my take on all of the people so far. I think the only moderately interesting girls are the one who's a civil servant Sharon is she though but to me (laughs) it's like you can't be that high up a civil servant they wouldn't let you off to do Love Island so I think that maybe you got like a like a part-time like you you got one of those like uh grad scheme things or maybe she's been put on it to create good PR maybe I mean that would wouldn't be surprised wouldn't be surprised if the government did something like that because they're very unreliable um but um, political.
0: Um, <laughs> it's quite comedic. Um, can we, just, can can we just say,
1: we were going to talk at length about the Matt
0: Hancock kissing thing, but yeah, then we yeah. realised this podcast isn't going to come out until next week, so it's not going to be as relevant. But I said to BB, oh, let's do a politically themed episode and let's get dressed up all corporate. And I... I forgot. Yeah, and, and I didn't. didn't
1: I, I didn't forget. I always had a little neckerchief tied around at one point, but when I saw how Jesse arrived, I thought, no, I'm, I'm going to take that off. That'd be too embarrassing.
0: I, I don't think anyone suits a neckerchief. No, 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 no. No no. one passed
1: 1960, unfortunately. No offence. Anyway, but the, the Matt Hancock thing was very, that was very scandalous and fun. And I think that tied in with the World Cup, tied in with Love Island all coming out, there's a real sense of like collective... Britishness at the mm. moment like it feels like a real thing doesn't it it's all a bit dirty and scandalous
0: yeah but I don't I don't feel any connection to Britain at all it's really strange and nor does Alfie Alfie when he watches England he actively chooses the other one to win really yeah which I he's quite nasty I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why he does that I make Horatia cry
0: oh I'm sorry Horatia do you love being, being British yesterday
1: saying this is the best day of my life <laughs> England won yesterday. He uh, texted me. I wasn't with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than the country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. We get it. I don't quite get it, but I do get it.
0: Well, Alfie obviously had a good time watching, even though he doesn't support England, because he didn't come back till 6am. Mm.
1: So, yeah, he had a good
0: time. He was supporting his country. Supporting his country.
1: Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, my take on the Love Island girls is Sharon, the civil servant. Potentially could be interesting, but mm-hmm. we'll see. And then the one who looks like Katie Price. What's her name? Oh, um, Faye. Faye. Um, what she's is going so on? Clearly trying to be the comic one, don't you think? Well, no, she she's not trying to be these, comic. Like, funny little witty no, things.
0: I reckon she's had a lot of surgery, of course, yeah. so she has the humour of somebody who had to be funny. Yes, because she probably wasn't hot before. She wasn't probably hot, so she's learned to be a bit funny, and she's actually quite nasty yeah, too. Yeah, she's she she you know when in the first lineup where she got chosen because mm. she was the thinnest and the most surgeried up and yeah. the most obviously pretty yeah, one to choose. Yeah, t- t- tiny little sort of bikini, yeah. Yeah, um, and then she immediately, like, you know, betrayed him to step forward for, for the other guy. And she was quite nasty when she was like, you didn't even look me in the eye or something? Mm. You didn't, you, you know, I... Oh,
1: no, no, that was Sha- Shannon. Mm. Anyway, I just... She's a bit catty already. She is a bit catty. And she gives me the vibes that she is in it more for the reality TV part of it than the, the love part of it. I mean yeah. obviously they all are to a certain extent, but I wouldn't be surprised if she's been on other reality T V shows because the way that she can always like deliver a sort of little catty remark that she knows the camera will pick up. Yes. I what think did she that say? she's she's schooled in it. I yeah, she knows that she wants to get to the final. Yeah, she does have a good few yeah. one-liners, and all of the men are just so awful. It's but like the insane. most
0: beautiful one, I think, is Shannon, Shannon or Sharon.
1: Shannon, you mean the Scottish one? Yeah, the Scottish yeah, one. Exactly oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Yet.
0: Alfie did draw quite a lot actually, mm-hmm. um but she also doesn't seem like she's she's she should be there. No, she doesn't. she's she's not. Too, she's it. too cool. Yeah, she's too not cool. keen on it.
1: But I guess it would be very. I just find Paris. it so
0: depressing because when I did get so into the one with um, Danny Dyer's Danny daughter Dyer, yeah, yeah. and Jack, and I, I just thought they were so well matched and they should have been together forever. And when they broke up, I remember just feeling so, like,
1: Deceit. depressed and mm.
0: deceived, and just it just it's so weird when you see people pairs together and they have kind of attributes that do line up they're you know they're physically compatible they have the same sense of humor they you know there's so many things about them that should be just so straightforward they should last forever and it suddenly makes you think about your own dating experiences and think oh I should have just been paired up with someone and it and it would what and it would have worked out but life just doesn't work like that you mm. you you get completely in inca- incom- people who are incompatible with you but it's you know, it seems to last longer than sometimes somebody who's completely right on paper.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's why Love Island is genius. Because? Because it kind of reflects the way that, like, even if things seem like they should yeah. work out perfectly, then they, they don't. quite often don't. Yeah. Um, the only couple that I like that are still together are Sharnice and Luke. from are they the still last together? season. Yeah. And they're big on Instagram now. They've, like, created a clo- clothing, like, brand together. They're actually Aww. really cute. So... Yeah. But I think that's maybe the reason why you felt deceived when you found out that Danny and Jack had broken up was because we Mm. all, we all feel stupid for liking Love Island. But when we do fully commit to it, and we start to like these cringy, like setups and stuff, and we start to actually believe the sweetness it feels even more like a slap in the face when they break up in real life because you're reminded, of of course they would have broken up. Mm. This was a TV show. I'm such a fucking idiot for believing it in the first place. Yeah.
0: I would just love it so much more if they all had normal bodies, Mm. normal, no surgery faces, you know, not that I'm judging people who've had surgery, but just people who just weren't like, you know, just normal. Yeah. And also people who did have stuff to say Mm -hmm. and had weird opinions and... like like, having like debates and stuff it would just be so great yeah and it's just so strange because when you see them all in bikinis and see their beautiful bodies you don't even really look at their faces Mm. you don't even care what they're saying it does come down to teeth
1: yeah and it's just such a shame it becomes literally about like this very like boring binary of like perfect man perfect woman it's like just so strange because in no other aspects of life or culture do we like looking at something so simplified but I think the reason
0: why people love it so much and people do sit down to say right I'm going to watch this every night for 30 days or however mm-hmm. long it lasts mm-hmm. um is because it is so primal it is watching you know animals forage around for th- and the nearest piece of meat yeah it, and it impress is, each other and, and impress each other and do their like burpees and squats in mm-hmm. front of mm-hmm. and 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 it's just something so fascinating about that basic attraction. Yeah. And watching people experience that. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's why I've always loved reality shows. I love Big Brother. I would watch Big Brother on... When it was on 24 Hours, I would oh, yeah, have yeah. it on. I
1: remember we would watch that sometimes. Just ridiculous. And just seeing people making their tea. Yeah. And just wandering around. That was the more fascinating part.
0: I just loved it. I love... And I also found it quite exposing and, and good last night. Or I don't know which... Yeah, last night second the second second night because they were taking off their makeup in front of each other and and they had the shared bathroom stuff and i i don't remember that happening before i mean i know that eventually they do but i thought these people have just met they want to seem alluring Mm -hmm. and you know and as beautiful as they seem with all their makeup and stuff on and there they are like saying oh it's going to be a big day tomorrow Mm. yeah i'm gonna you're gonna find me attracted tomorrow as they're taking off their makeup and stuff i just thought
1: that was really sweet actually yeah yeah. and the fact that they are forced to sleep in the bed together straight away um it, there's actually something quite like innocent and sweet and embarrassing about it because they're all in a shared room. Yeah, it's, it's there's something there's something about it that feels like this sort of weird, cringy satisfaction that you get from like going to a school disco when you're eleven, mm-hmm. where you kind of you're afraid of everything, but it's also very exciting. That's the feeling that it fills me with. So I'm very excited to see how the series progresses.
0: I am too because they all seem quite downbeat at the beginning. Mm. Like no one seemed to really fancy each other. No one was that excited to be there.
1: And, and, and that girl, Chloe, the new one that came in. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does Hi, have boys. a fucking good body. I she did. And I fucking... feel like it's a bit naughty because they saved her to, like, come in and, like, swan around. And she's got the most, like, conventional mm. beauty standard body. And it's like, all of the others are so beautiful. And they're not even, they don't even have bodies that are outside the beauty standard whatsoever. When she came in, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I would feel fucking <laughs> the shit if she yeah. came in like that. But her voice was very annoying. And yeah. her whole vibe, I didn't like it. So. But...
0: It does show that it you do need time to find someone attractive. Mm-hmm. You can fancy someone immediately, but th- what's quite nice is that none of them do really fancy each other. It's, exactly. It's, and, and, but once you start having conversations, it does all, always make a difference. But I always, always find that really depressing when people would say, yeah, so I don't really, I'm, I'm not really attracted to him, but you know, if feelings can grow. Mm. And I always be like, oh, that's
1: depressing. Yeah. But
0: now I completely get it. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, it's it's actually reassuring to see that nobody's all over each other at this stage because that would be like... That would
0: be weird. That would be a different show, but I do kind of want to watch that show too. Mm. That would be great. Like, just, we have to... I don't want to watch people having sex, but I definitely would like to kind of... Have, have, the, it yeah, have it implied. Have implied that it's somewhere that in the Behind that door, they are having Definitely. sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. I so to hear... can live
1: vicariously through
0: it. Exactly, and just something just a bit more raunchy, because mm. basically we're watching Love Island with the idea that they are eventually going to have sex, but we are watching the very, like, slow build.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would like a show that just gets to the point, but yeah. that is porn. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and I know. don't watch porn. Yeah. I she wish had I to could. Stop, didn't you? I had to... <laughs>
0: I just—I've never got into porn ever. Mm. Yeah. I just don't think I could. Really? I've—I've I've watched it, definitely watched it. It was much easier <laughs> than when it was on TV, and there'd be like a channel, mm-hmm.
1: like and a you, porn channel, like
0: Babe Station, and um, that would be easy. But now that I don't have live TV, I would have to actually like you know I have to go and search for porn, and that, and so I don't want to watch it on my—I don't want to watch it on my devices. You know that's just a bit gross. So, uh, but I also—I don't think Alfie does watch porn. I think oh, it must. Yeah, you no, know, I'm sure he
1: doesn't. <laughs> Alfie reads books. No. <laughs> okay. He thinks about you. I, I don't. <laughs> the only thing I know he
0: does, which is actually probably, is a little bit more creepy than porn. He, every December, he has a boob calendar.
1: More like an so, old old fashioned like. No, 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 style no, no, no. It's
0: virtual. So you have a woman literally <laughs> <laughs> No no, it's
1: virtual. It's virtual.
0: It's virtual, so it's um so you have like a gif of a woman every day of the month in December like lifting up her top <laughs> and, like <laughs> Is Christmas. Christmas. no he doesn't it's not an African, but that would be great i, I would quite like that
1: I I <laughs> <It's just open. laughs> yeah.
0: surely that's a thing that must be a thing but this is a virtual one and it's like insane that the variety of boobs out there yeah you see 31 he, different boobs because
1: he does like he likes a range
0: <laughs> he likes variety he
1: likes them in all shapes and sizes oh yeah yeah he has yeah. no
0: type um which is
1: actually quite threatening. Like, I like the fact that Horatio only seems to go for, like, Slavic-looking, milkmaidy mm. girls with, like, you know, busty frames. Yeah. Because then at least I fit into that category. Yeah. And I know I, no, I, like, I, and my I, head, his head isn't going to be turned. Exactly. It's a free-for-all without me. <laughs> you, you, get onto the,
0: <laughs> you get onto the tube and he just makes a sound, which I've grown to almost like the sound because it's just funny now. But he's like, hmm. When, <laughs> when he sees a female when sees specimen. When he sees any anyone with any type of boobs
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> i make him sound like a like a lech but it's not he's just he just you know when you can't miss boobs yeah, in the streets yeah, yeah. and he's, he's really, not going to be one of those men room. yeah he's not going to be one of those men who just doesn't like just pretend mm. they can't see it he has to make it clear that he's seen sure, them sure sure but he doesn't watch porn doesn't but he watch doesn't know porn. but i don't i do know most things about him and also we have very limited time Ooh. when would he watch porn no it's true it is true when would he watch it when um, do you sit down and watch porn? Do you have to set aside a set time? No, no, it, 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 it's different for men. Half
1: hour before,
0: um
1: Oh, please. That's, yeah.
0: Y- I mean, watching porn in the day
1: is probably the most like, one of the saddest things the I It's most self-indulgent do. thing that you could do.
0: Self-indulgent. Self-indulgent is getting frozen yogurt, not watching porn in the day. <laughs> self-indulgent is literally... I
1: just have it on the-
0: okay cool i don't mind it on when you're having sex <laughs> just like that would be like quite like i, I remember no,
1: no 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 having it on while you were having sex is like that episode of sex in the city where miranda's sleeping with that guy who can't stop watching porn while and maybe that's what i'm her. thinking of no 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 no.
0: maybe that's what i'm thinking because i don't think i've when, as i said that i was like i've never
1: done that <laughs> <laughs> i know i was like jesse wow very adventurous maybe i've thought it also i think it's just so different with men and women because like with men it's something that categorically all boys would have been aware of from pretty much the age of like eight or nine or ten or eleven and so their relationship to it is just much more of a functional thing and then if they choose to use it as adults or not I don't know it's a completely different thing for women where like discovering porn and sexuality is like so much more like an internal embarrassed thing you don't talk about it with your friends unless you get a little bit older and then I guess you start to talk about it but like I think women probably use porn not more but like almost in a more like real connected way. Whereas men, I think, use it more like if they ju- if they just need to like get it out of their system. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know some girls that like subscribe to feminist made porn. I think it's called Erica Lust. And it's like, a female porn production company that, like, pay all the actors really, really well and they make sure that they're already looked after and they film it in really romantic places and you pay for a subscription and then you, like, light all these candles and you get get the whole thing together and then you you watch it like it's a sort of independent film. Right. That creeps me out beyond <laughs> belief, okay? I would rather just watch people who are clearly being emotionally neglected. Um, but, it, I also try not to do that. But, um, I think with women, maybe it's like, it, it's just more of like a an emotional mm. thing? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna check out Erica Lost though, even though I hate candles. Fucking hate candles. Candles are just so lame. Candles. Who wants cat who likes candles? Yeah. Also the risk. Come on. I'm just putting this banger here, sorry. I'm really hungry. <laughs> what a
1: little bit of mango. <laughs> I don't know
0: what's going on. Yeah. Very strange day. I had crumpets for breakfast. You got mango for lunch. Got mango for a snack. Lovely. I just thought I'd try and be laid back today mm. and not have to, you know, do my usual mm. like same. I, you know, I eat the same thing every day. Mm. I'm trying to be a bit more loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's like translated to me putting mango awkwardly on the table. <laughs> I'm just staring at it. So you must be Jesse's book came out last week, five days ago, um, and at, at the time of filming this podcast, and I, in my in my opinion. Very well worded from me. And from my perspective, Jesse, it's been an amazing success. And people have been so lovely about it. And I just feel like you've handled the whole process so well and delicately and like just sincerely. So you must feel like such a sense of relief off of your shoulders.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad that Instagram exists. Sometimes Mm. I hate it. But right now, seeing people's photos holding the book Mm -hmm. has just been so... Great. And people might judge me for sharing all of those photos on my stories and stuff. I'm like sharing. If if somebody's taking the time to take a photo of them holding the book and tell me that they're liking it, I am going to share that.
1: That's lovely. You know,
0: and it's just like, it's filled me with just such a sense of just huge relief and pride that it's finished and it's done and that people are enjoying it. And that's been brilliant. It's been horrible to have the realization that I have written something which is so sad um but brilliant that I'm now not in that place Mm. I am still sad in lots of ways but I am able to compartmentalize that writing experience Mm. now as it's it's over that's done and um it's really exciting to think about the you know the summer ahead and the fact that it can get shared Mm. and people can see it and Hand it on to people. Yeah. And we confronted a lot of fears doing it too. Like me and BB did on last week's podcast, you would have heard us do the live event, which is like terrifying for us to do. We've done two live things now, and it's just, it's not something we are trained in. No, no we no. don't know what it's like to, we're not interviewers. We're no. not, you, you know, I'm not used to being interviewed by you. You're not used to being that, playing that role of an interviewer. Um, and it kind of, it, it, it treads the line between performance and, something else yeah. that we're not used like to
1: journalism, so. almost, yeah. like journalism yeah and we're not yeah.
0: so it's, I feel quite like refreshed by the change in what we've had to do lately and that's exciting
1: yeah well also like just having to live up to that that expectation because y- we had to do it so it was like okay you got to do it then I guess mm. and I kind of would have been the same with you in the book over a much longer process you know you had to complete this task and you did it and now you're getting the wonderful feedback and validation. From but the, the other thing is
0: I organized that event. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, no one put on these events. Mm. I, I asked them to be put on, you know, because of the pandemic, it wasn't like we had a book launch, mm. which would have been at a bookshop and that would have been awkward because then <coughs> I think that is, I think it's it's quite good for authors now that that element has been taken away because it means that you have to think, okay, well, how am I going to tell people I've written it mm-hmm. and how am I going to show people? So putting on these events and, and having the courage to go on stage and and then even you know selling the books after on stage in person is so out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. you I'm not good with talking to people strangers well too- occasionally
1: sometimes during the questions you would sort of direct all of your answers to like a, a space on the floor because it is weird it is weird to be able to see these people's faces and like you know you they're the consumer and you're, you you've made the product like that I'm sure that must have been strange. It for
0: feels you. really weird and it's also because we're used to doing comedy stuff. Mm. It's really weird to be talking about grief on stage and like writing yeah. and creativity, which isn't necessarily funny. Yeah. But no, it feels like a nice time of change. Had my haircut. You Jennifer your Aniston. BB's had haircut. her haircut. I mean Marga, I keep calling her Bibi lately. It's so weird. Um Margot's had her first five inches off, but it's just oh. She so wanted to get a, a, a chin length haircut, like she I would had. Have been traumatised. I know, but she was adamant. And then when it came to the moment, I was like, okay, just, just below the jaw, just below. And thank God, because then she hid in the cupboard. After she's like,
1: I don't want Daddy to see me. No. <laughs> it was so sweet. It was so sweet. She looks amazing. She does look
0: amazing, but she's also like, I can't work out if she looks ten years older or ten years younger. Ten years younger, mm-hmm. even though she, you know, that she's only the four, four so almost sense. five, though.
1: Fine. Yeah, we're gonna have a joint birthday party. Yeah.
0: Cancers together. She, if there is anything that's made me realise more lately that she is a cancer is kind of spending more time with you and stuff. She's so similar. Mm-hmm. It's just bizarre. Well, she's be, a
1: lot more confident, but she's like very sensitive and emotional and, and whatever.
0: And has the capacity to be very loud mm-hmm. and quite show offy, and then also be incredibly empathetic. Mm-hmm and sensitive which is something that you've always been and I think probably she's reminded me so much more of you lately because she's reaching the age where we would have like really been spending a lot of time together and you would have been speaking more and like the idea that I had you when I was 15 oh god that would have been great yeah I know. so nice that maybe that's so why nice. it's reminding yeah, me so maybe much. yeah maybe that's why
1: it is because she's starting to get into more like of the things that we can watch and, yeah like, and you can have the the proper conversations yeah
0: Uh, It's really sweet. She wrote, she did a drawing for me at school yesterday um, which kind of got water on in her bag but then when it opened up it was all smudged but I can make out. It said, I love you, mummy. You are so nice to me.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh God, I hope the teachers don't see that because they're going to think, you're not <laughs> nice <talking> to us. <laughs> What's going on? Um, but also
0: one thing that I had to do for the promotion of the book is Gone Sunday Brunch, which was so out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I was on with the singer, Ray, mm-hmm. who has a big, big following. And we had to do a cocktail segment together. Mm-hmm. And what was the cocktail? It, they, were, they were amazing. They were, It was like an, a new April spritz. It was like a lemony April spritz. It was very good. And then a gin one, which was pink and delicious and tasted like crack sugar. Um, and and I thought, okay, well, I'm on TV. I want to look like I'm a fun girl. Mm. I want to look relaxed. Mm. Um, so she was, Ray was behind me in the VIP area. And then Tim and Simon, the presenters, were sitting on the other sofa. And um, the first thing I did was spill half a cocktail on my borrowed dress. Mm. And then she was like, oh, babe, isn't this great? And I wanted to be... <laughs> So like i don't know it was like to have a friend
1: <laughs> and i didn't want to say babe so i was just like yes oh god it's great it's great just simulated girl chat oh it's so good yeah
0: and then i to overcompensate for my awkwardness i i basically downed the cocktail mm. and within two minutes because i hadn't eaten any of the food because i'm sorry i did not want to eat any of the food
1: um I was drunk Mm. on Sunday brunch.
0: And I immediately felt so confident and amazing. Mm.
1: Well, you got so drunk after one cocktail at the first book event that we did. So much so that when you were like, we should get another one. I was like, oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) It's just so unusual for you. It's just so fun. You can be so fun. I had so many cocktails that week. Mm. It's just really... It's so bad, though, because it does show you... I think I could
0: get into them. Mm. Like, I could... like. Yesterday, um, I had a glass of champagne and I was like, oh, I could just have another one. And then I realized I could have this every day. Mm. It must be really hard for people.
1: When you get into the habit
0: of and it. you get in the habit of having a, like a sugary, lovely drink. Mm.
1: Mm. Why wouldn't you, why would every you say Every day, no. just have it all the time. Why would you say no? Exactly. But no, this has been your cocktail week. This has been your birthday. Yeah, week. cocktail week. Co- big sense.
0: cocktail week and you know Ray I mm-hmm. feel a bit disappointed because she's she was on promoting a song called call on me and it was about sisters mm-hmm. and I thought oh great they'll probably link up the fact that my book is about sisters we had just talked about in the interview uh, so much about you and the podcast and that my book is inspired by you and about sisters and I was like surely they will link that up
1: yeah wouldn't make any sense absolutely
0: not, not. absolutely not um And she was like, after, she was like, yeah, I'm going to follow your career, I'm going to follow your career. And I was like, oh, well, fine, I'll follow her on Instagram.
1: (laughs) I followed her. She hasn't followed me back. Oh, no. I just think, come on, Ray, Come on. We were on Sunday
0: brunch together having cocktails, girl. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Come on, queen. Where's the love? And she was like, so dressed up so well, and they didn't do makeup or hair. So I arrived kind of like, quite insecure about my doing my own makeup and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's a bit weird that we have to do our own makeup. And so she's like, no, I had glam come over at 6am. Bloody hell. And
1: I was like, oh, okay. That's a different kind of woman. You yeah? have glam. I want a glam team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I always feel that, like, sometimes it's really refreshing to, like, be put face-to-face with those kinds of women who, um, like, not saying that they're like the Love Island women at all, because that's also, like, a very specific type of woman that would go on that sort of show. But that kind of woman who can, like put herself together and like have glam teams and she like was so confident. do girly chat and like just wear kind of outfits and just be like so intimidating and like relatable but at the same time when people like us or girls like us try and talk to them it's just like there's a barrier between
0: yeah she treated me like I was a like a like competition she, she, winner that's come up to speak yeah to her. I, I did feel Hi. like that but that was part that was my own insecurity because she was absolutely lovely yeah. and beautiful and obviously there's a reason why she's successful and it's because she is she's putting stuff out there and she's confident. But um, I did find that really amazing that the difference in how much she was speaking compared to me. And I was like, she didn't know I'd been on that show twice before. You know, I should know what I'm doing. I have been around for a long time. But I think I didn't have, I just didn't, I wasn't assertive. And I didn't have the courage to be like, right, I can say something quite funny now. Until I had
1: my cocktail. And then I was...
0: The bell of the ball. Well,
1: Jesse, it's because she's a girl boss. And maybe cocktails are what takes a normal girl into a girl boss. And that's what yeah. you need to be.
0: But then what happens to a girl boss who doesn't need the cocktails, but then has the cocktails?
1: Then they I, become... Then they become woman boss. Yeah. You know? They become the most powerful level. Because when I was... They become the boss level of a video game.
0: But exactly. They become something... Just right. It's almost too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I... Yeah. The, women who don't need no people sorry not women hate
1: women <laughs> yeah. obviously that's a joke
0: yeah <laughs> i am woman um when a woman i mean sorry men i mean all women yeah. humans yeah. when they don't need alcohol to be like incredibly
1: confident it's and sexual and intimidating yeah whatever what
0: happens when they drink it they must become like maybe they become horrible mm. mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. or they become even better or like
0: how? Because you become you definitely become like sassier mm-hmm. and louder and a bit more like loose, oh, not yeah, sexually, yeah, yeah. just like- loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I let any any old geezer in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, when I'm when I'm when I drink alcohol, I just uh, I don't know. For example, recently, um, I, I I don't get drunk or anything really anymore. But um, accidentally, recently, uh, I was going out to meet Horatio and my friend Sophie had come over and I like, hadn't eaten enough during the day. So I was like a little bit tipsy. And um, yeah, when I finally got to find Horatio, I, I did ha- I get into a giant argy-bargy Argy with him in the street. Sh- like <laughs> I was a cunt and um, I was you shouting can't at him. cunt. That's
0: the first time you've ever said cunt on, on this podcast. i sure I think we have to do you a trigger warning.
1: You didn't see it though. <laughs> you didn't see me, honestly. Okay, that word isn't so strong bad. enough. I was so, but the thing is it was like it's just like I think alcohol can make you become like a character, like mm. it, it like just bec- it becomes too easy to like switch into that part of your brain that's like performing as like an angry girlfriend. I had no reason to get into a fight with him, but I did. And then I think somebody uh, who uh, his cousin watches our podcast came up to us and was like, "Oh, well, my cousin up, up, shouted, shouted across the way. Across the street. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, my cousin watches your podcast, and I say uh, I fuck don't... off, you bitch.'" <laughs> 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 no I didn't I didn't anyway if that was your cousin I'm sorry <laughs> she was really happy about that though yeah exactly it's always good to meet your fan yeah. um but no alcohol like it either transforms you into being more confident or the confidence can like make you forget what's appropriate and what's not appropriate mm-hmm. I thought oh um, I'll be oh I'll get in a, I'll get in a fight with my boyfriend like yeah, that's what it was, yeah, it was it's, so performative that's amazing so um, a bit naughty um that's amazing yeah but i try not to to drink too much or get too drunk or anything like that it's just not worth it i think once you get past a certain age you realize the hangover is not worth it well
0: i just couldn't live i just couldn't um, like with the babies i mm-hmm. mean like imagine
1: oh. but do you think if you didn't have kids now obviously it's very difficult to imagine because they've been such a part of your life mm-hmm. but do you think that you would drink more if you didn't have kids Yeah, definitely. And Mm -hmm. I was drinking more Mm -hmm. until I got pregnant, but Mm -hmm. then it just
0: kind of, you aren't allowed to drink alcohol when you're pregnant.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nine months out of the game would probably just change your whole attitude to alcohol Mm -hmm. anyway.
0: Even nine months out of the game with coffee has affected me suddenly. I still think of coffee as, like, slightly, like, something that's bad Mm -hmm. because you're not supposed to drink it when Mm -hmm. you're pregnant. Um, Me and Bibi did our first Barry's Boot Camp class yesterday. It was, like, an impulsive decision, partly due to suddenly having a little bit more time and thinking, oh and we, we've moved to an area where we, like we're finally near things again which is great mm-hmm.
1: and so it was quite it traumatic it was horrendous I did um I almost threw up and I did cry a little bit at one point but I didn't show <laughs> you <laughs> and they have the really awkward plastic
0: sheeting thing yeah, between yeah, yeah. each treadmill so at one point bb did say something and now I realize it was you saying you can't breathe yeah. or something like, yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah like I was like oh, my lungs hurt they really yeah. really hurt
0: Aww. but it was it was and also it was so limited capacity because of they must be they must make so much money but they also must have lost quite a lot of money yeah
1: i just felt so exposed because like clearly i was doing the beginners level um, which I had to do because <laughs> I haven't. She like, come on, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't know who my name was, so she kept calling, referring to me as Jesse and Co. And then stepping on my treadmill and being like, come on, half a percent up. I know even you just do it. Even just 0.1, even just 0.1. Yeah, yeah, just up a little bit, treating me like I was incompetent, <laughs> um, which I get I kind of was in the class because some people were going like twice as fast as me. But it's like, that's what I had to be doing. And she, you know, she seemed to only like be telling me off. So. No, 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 she really wasn't. She was telling both of us off. So it was a bit embarrassing. But I genuinely can't move my body today. <laughs> I can't walk downstairs. I have to move my legs like a stick man. Like, <laughs> I can't hinge it in the middle. The knees aren't working. It hurts too much. It was quite great, though, because we
0: haven't been in a class since March 2020. Mm-hmm. And the last time we went was together. And it's kind of, it does show that, oh, good, this is the sign that things are going to yeah. Kind
1: of And being in an environment like that means that you genuinely, you said it yesterday, don't think for an hour. I just, I
0: cannot believe, I was, I was, I was having a huge stress attack about my cot that I bought uh, from a brand that I have actually done little bits of work for. And I thought, oh, I'm going to buy their great cot and like, it's going to be Perfect, and finally the baby's gonna have like Johnny and Margot have never had a cot, and I just thought this is gonna be the baby has got, and it's faulty. There are so many things wrong with it. It's taken three days to sort out. It's a fucking nightmare, and um I'd been on the like the, the the call line to them all morning. So going to the class was the first moment I've had away from the baby and away from doing any work stuff where I just could just like just focus on my body, and that was quite great. Even though I. I You know, I have really enjoyed exercising at home, but it was just something so nice about just being in a dark room and being screamed at by a stranger, you know?
1: But it is so strange that, like, it is such a satisfying experience. And 10 minutes after you come out, you're so grateful and thankful that you did it. But the fact is, the hour that you are in there, it is Awful. It's really hard. It's awful. But
0: it makes you think of time so differently because when you're struggling so hard for that like one minute uphill or something, yeah, she's 20 like, seconds. Twenty was, seconds, like,
1: the longest time ever. The longest
0: time ever. So it does make you appreciate time in a day more. Did you find you were really hot all day? Mm. I was boiling mm. and it was cold. Mm. But
1: it was because obviously your like body was so shocked. Yeah, so yeah. A... and I probably ate twice as much as I should have <laughs> yesterday, just because I was ravenous. But I was like, God, my muscles, I need to I need to feed my muscles. <laughs> so it's like that's what they right thing. Thing do. Yeah, but
0: actually, so that's why it does make me realize once you eventually do it, you, it is great, obviously, to exercise mm, for your body, mm. but you, you do end up being hungrier. So. Yeah, it's like, what's, it's not what's worth the point? it. What's the I would point? rather
1: than my body is almost in a state of shutting down at all points. Like it's in <laughs> such low function and I just don't support it, but I also don't force it to move that much. So that's what I prefer. Because then but I'll be you're like lucky. an old woman that will live until she's like 120 because my metabolism would just be so slow. No,
0: it's fine. You, you're you young enough that you don't actually need to it's 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 only getting to the age I am now with the lack of sleep that I'm realizing oh yeah I'm actually getting older Mm. fuck Mm. I need to actually move my body yeah in 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 terms of like stretching and stuff that I haven't thought about before I've always thought of exercise in terms of thinness that's so far from my agenda now it's just about I just don't care there's something in the last six months where I've just been like oh I don't care yeah. and that must be age or yeah. something yeah, or yeah. must be writing more or, I don't know but I, I just don't care anymore. But about the my fact way. is you
1: don't look any different than you did 10 years ago so if you feel different that must be quite like a weird sensation. Oh it's so weird like getting get up, up from a sofa it. yeah
0: just like if you I sit on the sofa with one leg under a thigh mm-hmm. and I used that's how I sat for years and now that is an injury basically. Really? It's so weird it's so
1: sad aging no, is so sad. Ag- aging is so sad yeah, yeah that we're all gonna die.
0: Oh, okay. Well, so basically that's, uh that's trying to end on a positive note. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but the thing is, the fact that we are organised like, is also a positive note. And it's comforting. Know? Because like- I've been reading about stoicism recently um, when I was struggling with like... Um, some emotional issues I'm which have is some a... mango while you say the serious thing yeah 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 well i was struggling with some emotional issues recently which wasn't surprising because apparently mercury mercury was in retrograde <laughs> oh of course yeah i saw this TikTok and this girl beautiful like hippie looking holding all these crystals was like hey you um if you've been having a weird month let me just tell you um it's over now mercury was in retrograde and Juno's Venus was spinning around the something something so that's why you were feeling awful and let me just tell you you've got a beautiful summer ahead of you it's all going (laughs) uphill now and rather than thinking oh I've I've been I've done this badly this month or I had that problem this month and instead of all of those things the logical adult conclusions I should have come to I was, I, I was like, oh my God, amazing. All of those issues I had, they weren't my fault. Mercury my was a retrograde. That's great. So I've been feeling really positive for the last week because, you know, it's my birth season, baby. It's cancer season. I've turned 24 years old. are you borderline Leo? Yeah, borderline Leo because the next day... I'm I really Leo. don't get on with Leos. Yeah. Well, so we're very lucky, Leo. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why we fight so extreme. Mm, maybe. Because the Leo part of my uh,
0: my, my... I wonder um, how much Leo you have in you. I wonder. Yeah, we should do that. I'm sorry if you heard my crunching on my extremely hard mango <laughs> just then while Phoebe was doing the American record. I, like ice I really don't
1: like hearing people eat on podcasts. No, no, no. And I really don't like watching people eat. And I've also noticed I have a new pet peeve on TV shows because me and my mom have been watching this French uh, TV show and obviously they eat a lot in France and in French TV shows. How are they so thin then? Because they eat very whole, like they eat really healthy. They like foods. snails and stuff. Yeah. They, I mean, if you and baguettes. Eat, if, you, if you fill your whole day with like whole, satisfy, healthy foods, the Mediter- Mediterranean diet is like notoriously healthy and good mm. for keeping thin. But that's not the Mediterranean, is it, France? Yeah.
0: Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. The uh, like my diet diet the abundance diet
1: mm. founded by Gillian McKeith. <laughs> that's a fucking blast from the past. <laughs> Isn't she the one that used to make people look at their own shit? You stuck with me, Gillian. Can't oh get you out of my head. She was so she, she literally <laughs> looked like an alien. She looked like she lived on
0: people. She's souls. really funny. She's really funny. You had to hand your shit in a box. To
1: her. <laughs> it was such a weird time on oh, British bit. television. We had absolutely no fucking decency. But like oh no, brother, I loved it. Nicky Graham. Oh, R.I.P. Nikki Graham. Actually, I don't oh my god, that. shit. Jade like
0: and Nikki were my favourite big brother. It was, it was that
1: period of time in British TV where it was like a watershed moment where people could be so completely scandalous. That was just like, that was that was what was on TV. And Gillian mm-hmm. fucking McKeith was part of that.
0: Yeah, she was probably really... Disgusting woman. <laughs> she needs to be jailed. No, no, no. Against okay. you, I love you, Gillian. And I am still <laughs> following... I am still following your Abundance Diet. And if you want to hear about the Abundance Diet, we'll be talking about that no, on Patreon. No, no. No, Just, no I do I want to spread H- associate themselves that much well, with I am. <laughs> if you want to listen to my Abundance Diet, inspired by Gillian McKeith, you can...
1: Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is, I, I have a bit of a pet peeve now, with characters on TV shows doing that thing where they're eating in a scene, and they pick up a piece of food and they're chewing as like, the other character is speaking to them. And then before they finish chewing, they pick up their, their drink... And then they sip the drink, and it's like I don't want to know that you have to absorb liquid in order to be able to like swallow your food. Like that is so disgusting. Are you a baby bird? Like what's that word? It pisses amals- me off. Yes. And Peristalsis. I and I I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it in real life because I think it's gross. But like and obviously I see people doing in real life. But to show it on TV, mm. I just found that so gross. Like, this is a sexy lead French male actor. I do not want to. Like know that he's slurping down a little bit of his drink so that he can like swallow his fucking mm. bread. It's just so gross to me. Yeah, it's just too obviously it's like, like well, aiding it, digestion. Exactly, exactly. It's just too functional. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I don't want to know about that. Yeah, so I that's really a don't. pet peeve of mine. Yeah,
0: I don't enjoy. I, I when when the second a character is eating on TV, I I I I clock the amount they've got mm-hmm. and then I I try and work out the continuity errors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's and always really fun. oh my god now now that I'm back on I'm heavy on friends watching Mm. friends all Mm. the time because the kids now love the friends they love the friends Mm. (laughs) uh which I know probably isn't I I try and get the episodes which they don't say sex as much Mm -hmm. but there are loads actually you know the ones with the monkey yeah yeah the cheesecake episode it's very fine very fine (laughs)
1: We haven't been back in a while. We're a little out of
0: practice. Oh God, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, if you watch Rachel or Monica eat, or Phoebe, any of the women. They never put it in their mouth. They, they? never eat. Mm. They never eat. Mm. Or they do a little, mm, mm, <laughs> little
1: mm, no, no full mouthful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas Matthew Perry's always holding that chocolate milk. I think he I must see. have been sponsored by it during Friends, because he's always got that, that chocolate milk with the yellow label in Friends.
0: I stumbled upon an episode I'd never seen a couple of days ago.
1: Can you imagine the luck? That's like finding treasure. That's like literally finding. That's modern day treasure finding an episode of Friends that you. Because very
0: rarely I'm watching something and I have not seen it before, or I'm not in, you know, really into it. I realised I'd never been as excited watching something as I had been summoning upon this episode.
1: Oh my! It was God. great. I don't it's even time rem- capsule. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah, but I just found out only because I did this interview and the interviewer wrote it in the thing, which I didn't realise. But Jennifer Anderson... Was told to lose 30 pounds before she got the role.
1: No. 30
0: pounds. 30 pounds. How much is 30 pounds? How many stoners is that? Two stone. Oh, fuck.
1: That's two stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is bananas and pajamas.
0: Mm. I really want to listen to that Mark Maron podcast. With Lisa Kudrow. Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Mm. Mark Maron. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I think that's probably enough time. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. I think time. I would just hopefully we didn't swear, we didn't offend. 40 oh, no, no, we can do it okay, up. cool. Hopefully, <laughs> BB didn't offend anyone by saying cunt. I'm really sorry. Oh
1: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. God, I, I have this thing at the moment where it's like every time I talk, my mouth gets so um dry and wiry. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. You, you liquidated. Hydrated. Yeah. Hydrated. 800%. Yeah. Um. You got to cut this out. Yeah. Can- <laughs> yeah. Um, Jessie Jessie said that um, she, uh, after watching the Matt Hancock footage, that you actually fancied him a little bit.
0: I did. Do you want to expand on that? I I didn't fancy him. I definitely could see, like, you can't deny he had some moves. (laughs) Really did. He was definitely like he sculpted her bum up. He like did a like a full bum
1: move. He definitely was more handsy than I was expecting. Exactly. He was passionate. Position. Passion. You know, the way he stand stands at the the podium definitely didn't it didn't translate hmm. into how he handled this lady podium. It was shocking. Um, it was a lot more um, sort of cupping action. Yeah, yeah. Said. It
0: was, a, it was, a, it was like he was he
1: wanted to feel her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the footage of him looking through the door though. It's is the footage of him checking to see if anybody's there though, nervously. With hesitation, that really put me off instantly mm. because they're do- they're cheating because they're cheating and they are doing something bad and they try to play it off like he's left his wife and that she knew but obviously that's not the case they both have been bad people um, and I guess there's something kind of sexy about people in their forties who are still behaving like teenagers yeah like but you know.
0: but the fact that they knew each other
1: at Oxford or Cambridge or one of them and they probably had like this long like running like flirtation mm. or whatever. But when you think about the fact that it's in the government building and that she's been hired and she's being paid like taxpayer money, you know, to essentially like be his friend or something. You don't know what she's I mean, I've read reports, of the fact that like she's been in all of these meetings and um, been privy to all of these decisions. But a lot of the civil servants don't actually know what she's particularly doing there. And she's
0: apparently very underqualified.
1: Yeah. So it's like, did he hire her as like just a piece of ass? Oh, God. And Matt Hancock, we don't know what kind of a guy he is now. And it's all up for grabs. I just feel... I do feel deeply sorry for him, though,
0: that that's the end of his career. I mean, he probably will come back. But, um... It's shameful. It it is is incredibly shameful. shameful And embarrassing. His poor kids. Mm. I mean, that's... It's just such a fucking depressing end to his career. And he has... No matter what anyone says, you know, he... It's not a great job. No, they, no. they have a
1: hard time, and he, he has definitely had to go through a lot over the last year and a half. But I guess if you think about it, that's what anyone who signs up to getting into politics does.
0: Sign yeah, for. it does. It is crazy that he was caught, and I mean that also is another side of it. Like, how was <laughs> how how was there? the camera in there? And that's a bit horrible. But mm. at the same time, the fact that he didn't have the moral compass and the the wherewithal to not be in the building doing yeah. that. Yeah is shocking.
1: Yeah, because it's about what it implies. It was so clearly something they have been doing for a long time and it's so clearly like a secret but also not that well kept a secret because the door wasn't even properly closed and, you know, it... I don't know, there was just something that like smacked of something very kind of lazy and entitled about it. Mm. It's obviously quite fun and scandalous. But actually, if you think about what it means, these two millionaires who have commitments and jobs and marriages a and kids. Is Well, she certainly is. She's married to the guy who founded Oliver Bonus, You know oh, that right. like, Yeah, the, sh- sh- the shitty shop, the yeah. really shitty. No, that I love, really, yeah. like, really like. But it's on every high street. And he's presumably very, he, he went to private school in uh, Oxford or whatever. Um, it just, the the childishness of mm. it, it's like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you've got, you've had your fun, like, you've had all of the perks of having the most, like, elite life. I don't think that you should be, you should be doing that. But I
0: think, almost as punishment, now they should be together and stay together forever. Yeah. It's like, well, if you're going to, You're going to have a little kiss like that in public and ruin
1: some people's lives. You stay together and you're committed and you're monogamous. But that's what they're saying now in the news. They're saying that they're going to start setting up a home together. But wouldn't it be fascinating if that was, that's the most positive PR that they can spin? Yeah. Like if we pretend that they are so in love and that they're going to move in together and they've left their partners. But then these two people who probably just wanted to have a little fling. Yeah. Just to escape their boring lives have to now end up together. No,
0: but that's what I want. It's punishment. That'd be a great film. It would be a great film.
1: That'd be a fucking great film. Get them, them on, fucking. Do you know what ones. I'm gonna write?
0: Do you know what I've decided my next project is? Which what? will never happen. It's probably already in development with somebody else. I think I'm gonna write the Judy Murray film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time it gets made, I will be old enough to play Judy
1: Murray. <laughs> you could play a young Judy Murray. You could I can't play do a young Scottish Judy Jackson. Murray. You know
0: I can't just Scot- accent. You could play Judy Murray. So maybe that's what the, you know. That's what we should do. Yeah,
1: because I was Judy watching. Asking? Do you know he's
0: had four kids? This is shows how long since I've watched tennis. I decided I'm going to get into Love Island. and I'm going to get into Wimbledon this year. He's had four kids, Andy Murray, in the last. Basically, his oldest one is five, and he's just had a baby. I so can't believe that four kids and a metal hip. He's got a fake hip.
1: Bloody hell, Andy's been through the wars.
0: I know. But how amazing, he's so determined to come back to his full fitness, that he's had a fake hip. It shows that it's the dawn of a new age in terms of sport, because players can just keep, you know, getting new hips and yeah, keep yeah. playing. They don't have and to football retire. Football players are older than ever, obviously. Footballers are hol- older and hotter than ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh my God. Surrogate mother, just having a little boy on his own. Fascinating. Mm. You need to watch a documentary, it's great. It's yeah, really Marisha, basic, but Marisha, it's really good. It's so funny having a, a boyfriend that's like so knowledgeable about football and everything like that. Because when I'm watching it with him and he's telling me all of these facts about it, I find it so fascinating mm. because it's, it's wonderful that like you've learned all this stuff. Like I don't know where this information has come from or how many hours it must've taken of you watching football and playing football to like absorb all of this knowledge. And it's so exciting to me. It's like a world that I don't know about. But the second I try to watch football like I did yesterday with the England game, um, and I'm not with him. it it like it literally it refuses to go into my head, yeah, so I mean, I've watched sorry. so many
0: hours of sports documentaries now that um I do know quite a lot more than I thought I would ever know about sport.
1: Mm-hmm. but it's
0: quite nice. again, it's passion. yeah, if somebody has a passion in something, it it they're just more attractive, yeah,
1: I think it is quite attractive when men have like an interest in sports, not like so much so that it, is. it takes their whole life, but it shows that like they like have a like a fun sort of boyishness. Yeah, you know? and they can escape. It's like a connection to, to, they to childhood.
0: They, they have the propensity to escape. Mm-hmm. It's a propensity of words. Mm-hmm. I've used some really good words this podcast. You really have? I really, I really fucking have. I'm a
1: novelist now. Yeah, you are. You just got to live it. Live your dream. Yeah. But also, um, the fact is, if people read the novel now and really, really like it and then come and try and find you via the podcast to like mm-hmm. hear you talking eloquently, they'll be they just, shocked. And then they just come <laughs> to hear us talking about like fucking... How many calories in a bag of HP nuts? Yeah. Oh, uh, 1,500. A big
0: one. A share pack. A big one.
1: Easy. Do you know what I mean? That's good news. Just have it with you all day. Exactly. Just a little snack pack. Keep hydrated though, because it's very salty. Very, very salty. If you're gonna be having you're gonna be having gay peanuts, you need to be staying very mm. hydrated. The best nut though. Best the nut. Roasted peanut. I went for a bag in a day, literally a couple days ago.
0: I actually think I might do that again. Mm. Salted peanut day. It's mm. just a salted peanut day. Yeah. Are you a salted girl or are you a dry roast? I'm I'm definitely salted actually. I'm a dry roast. Oh yeah. Such good stuff. Such good nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um especially if you also have supported us um we haven't been that active on patreon lately because of the uh the book stuff but we're back on it now so get ready yeah patreon.com slash cave sisters if you want to support this podcast
1: see you soon see you next week <laughs> she's going crazy now she's going crazy